2: Yay yay. Charlie Brown? He's doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it.
0: Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now.
2: Hello. From the Dyer Prime Studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 23, follow me on Instagram at WV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt, Facebook, you know, Facebook page for Unreasonable Doubt, find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there, Unreasonable Doubt Gear in the online store link to that store in the show notes check it out this is such a good conversation starter that i'm that i'm bringing to you in this first segment and it's how the pandemic affects college basketball pandemic talk you're not getting that anywhere else sports and pandemics singular pandemic right now anyways we're Already in the middle of September. Yeah, we're here. Two months from now, roughly, basketball is supposed to start for WBU. It's supposed to be the season opener at home against something called Fairleigh Dickinson, November 10th. No Big 12 schedule yet. And that's okay, because I looked last year, they released a schedule... Uh later in September, like a week from now, is what it was last year. So those should be coming out soon. And college football happening as of this recording. I walked over, started recording this. I was in front of a TV where there were college football games, plural, available to watch. Uh, NFL started. So by November 10th, WVU's football team theoretically, hypothetically, will have played seven games. So there is nothing official right now about college basketball postponements or college basketball cancellations. However, pandemic. Also, there are a few few reports out there that will affect the schedule. Right. So John Rothstein, CBS Sports, reported that the Basketball Oversight Committee, whatever that is, sounds important. They proposed a late November start to the NCAA. Okay, so November 10th. You know, it's a 30 day month, but the 10th early. They're saying late and by late in that report, November 25th. So if that happens, then West Virginia either has to postpone or, let's keep it real, eliminate four games from the schedule. And those four teams, Fairleigh Dickinson, Pitt, Stony Brook, and Bowling Green. And Dan Dockich does not coach for bowling, bowling Green. But if that game gets played, it is the Dan Dockish revenge game. So November 25th, so that's the first report that's saying "Eh, November 10th, probably not going to happen. November 25th is the first game WBU is scheduled to play in the Battle for Atlantis tournament. Guess where that's at? The Bahamas. Guess what you got to do? Fly a plane. Guess what that means? Probably not going to have those games in the Bahamas. And there's a report that uh, testifies to that. And this is a big tournament. This is not the Cancun Challenge, and that wasn't a bad tournament last year, but there was only four teams. This one has eight teams in it, and including West Virginia, it's Duke. You heard of them? Ohio State. Heard of them? Memphis. Heard of them? Creighton. Wichita State, who West Virginia played last year. They also played Ohio State last year. Utah and Texas A&M. So these are big boy Teams, they were all going to play in the Bahamas. Now, the report, different guy from CBS Sports, Matt Norlander, he reports that the battle for Atlantis will not be played in the Bahamas because pandemic. And I get it, right? But as of right now, here's the part where they lose me. That And this is, I guess, good news, is that it's going to be played somewhere. And... You know, you're thinking Atlantis, Bahamas, it's a resort. Where would you move that to? Well, you should move it to the United States, right? The leading candidate, according to this report, and you are you sitting down? Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So, you know, it's right, you know, it's close to the Bahamas and, and, and the Atlantis Resort. Sioux Falls, South Dakota in something called the Pentagon. So from Atlantis to the Pentagon. And so I had to Google, you know, the Pentagon and Sioux Falls. Nice looking building. Seats 3,200 people. It has pickleball courts. I only know about pickleball because there's a pickleball court in the city of Nitro. It looks like Ping-pong mixed with tennis? Anyways, I don't know if if it's played in South Dakota, if the basketball teams will have availability to pickleball. I don't know how pickleball works in pandemic. No word on if the dates are the same, but in theory, you could start the tournament at the same time, but instead of the Bahamas, you still get on a plane, and you instead of flying to the Bahamas, you fly to... Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. (laughs) Now, you look at the rest of the non-conference schedule. It's Robert Morris, Georgetown, Purdue, Youngstown State, and Miami of Ohio. That's what's on the books. And that goes through the end of 2020. Here's the issue. Those five teams come from conferences that canceled or postponed that canceled or postponed fall sports. Big East, postponed. Big Ten, postponed. MAC, postponed. Horizon League, postponed. So, you know, I would argue that basketball is a winter sport, but the the precedence has been set that these conferences have postponed Fall sports, we get into winter and this stuff is still the same, then they could say, no thanks, we're just going to keep postponing. Or they could say, you know what, scratch all that noise. We'll just play. I guess we'll play, but we'll start in 2021 and we'll just play in conference. Because, you know, the pandemic is much more controlled if you travel to College is in your conference. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I don't understand how this works. I'm just saying that's that's possible. Or they could just say, hey, is this still a pandemic? Yes, it is. All right, well, we don't want to play. We don't want to play. We're not postponing. We're just canceling games. So what I'm saying is we're two months away from basketball supposed to start. And officially, nothing's changed. Unofficially, West Virginia has zero non-conference games on the books. (laughs) Officially, same, you know, nothing's changed. Unofficially, we'll start playing games in 2021. But we haven't got those scheduled yet. All right? Who knows? Right? Pandemic. Who knows? But we're two months out. And I guess, you know, two months is a long time in a pandemic. It's a very fluid situation, my understanding. That's what I'm reporting. Everything is a very fluid situation. Player <laughs> player profile coming up next and random thoughts. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Dire Prime Creative Group. They have a special going on right now. We're in a pandemic. There's mandates to wear masks when you go in the stores, in the schools, you know, in the buildings. Dyer Prime can help you with your mask needs. Are you needing a large number of masks for your company, school, or organization? They've got quality, constructed polyester masks, single color design on one side of these masks in various sizes, and they're $5 each. What a deal. Get in on this mask deal. Call or text Dyer Prime, 304 767 Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at DyerPrime. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable doubt. They're not random at all. Another player profile. working through these player profiles in the offseason. This week, another six foot seven guy, one of the only two seniors on the team. I have a soft spot for this guy. Gabe Osaboyan. Gabe was a, res, uh, was a revelation last year. He comes from Arkansas, transfers over. Didn't know if he'd have to sit out last year or he get the play found out right before the season started that he was eligible, he could play, and he had a major role on last year's team. And his role, I would argue, was the most defined on the team. Hey Gabe, play really good defense, take charges, hit the floor Oscar Derrickson foul trouble. You come in, give us good minutes, hustle like crazy. And he did that consistently. Not asking Gabe to score, but asking Gabe to do his role. Play good defense. Facilitate good offense in that he was one of the best passers on the team last year. He hustled, glue guy. Very unique player. And hopefully, you're sitting down because what I'm about to tell you is true. Gabe led the team last season in assists per game. I'll say that again. Six foot seven, Gabe Osaboyan led the 2019 2020 WVU team in assists per game. And we were good with love and respect to Gabe. And it was less than two assists per game. Nobody averaged more than two assists per game. And that style of play, Jawan Staten told us earlier in the year, that that's Huggins' style of play. uh, So don't sweat that too much. But I just thought that was crazy. He also led the team in steals per game, which... You should not be shocked by that because he's really good at defense. Plays bigger than six seven. You can also look on basketballreference.com. Gabe Oseboyan led the nation in triple-clutch three-footers. I mean, that man's herky-jerky game, it, It's it's top-notch. And, like, it wasn't double-pump. It was triple-pump close to the rim. And then he also led the team in something called defensive box plus minus. I don't know what that means, but it's an advanced stat that says that Gabe is good at defense, which we know. Okay. So for a role player to lead the team in multiple categories, that's a really good role player. And he also led the team in fouls, which I'm not mad at because he's working really hard playing on defense. Not playing a lot of minutes, so he can use those fouls. The one negative for Gabe is was his turnover percentage. He led the team in turnover percentage. So, you know, turn the ball over less. And he can do that. So the good thing about Gabe is that as a senior, he doesn't have to, you know, I talked about Shot Robot and Taz Sherman, the jump from year one to year two. Gabe doesn't need to jump. Gabe needs to do Gabe things like he did last year. He's a fully formed player. And if he works on anything, it's just, you know, don't turn the ball over. When you're in the situation when you have to drive the ball, uh, maybe there'll be less of that, and that will in turn close down that turnover number. So it's not as bad. All right. Defense stay the same. Herky-jerky drives, still mix those in. And I think the additions of Isaiah Cottrell and Jalen Bridges and some of these new guys, and then the offensive improvements in the freshman and the junior college guys, I think that's going to make Gabe's minutes go down a little bit. But I think that's gonna help his efficiency. Like you can just say Gabe, all right, regardless of foul concerns. and of course you're you're gonna be in there if Derek or Oscar are in foul trouble. But outside of that, you've got fifteen minutes a game. Go crazy. like do the things you did last year, but go as hard as you can be a wild person, right? Be unleashed and do Gabe things in a more compact time and that can make him more efficient. And then these other guys, they're better at offense maybe at creating and so that can lower Gabe's burden. Because you remember when he'd be in the game with Oscar and we didn't have shooting last year, we we were not a good shooting team, so Gabe's at the top of the key; he can't feed it into the post, and so he's trying to create. Right now, you have control. Now you have uh, bridges, and you have some more options as far as offense. And again, like I said, sophomore Deuce, shot robot Taz. Hopefully, these guys better at offense. So Gabe instead of having to take that on he can fo- he can focus on defense and then still contribute on offense getting offensive rebounds and just hustling and feeding the post when he's when he has the ability to cuz he's good at that and he and again he led the team in assists last year I still like I watched all the games and if you'd say Josh who was the leader in assists last year I would not say Gabe but he did. That happened. So I'm excited for Senior Gabe. He reminds me of Cam Thurman. And when you remind me of Cam Thurman, you have my heart. So I don't want to lay it on too thick. But Gabe, osaboyan you have my heart. I'm excited for Senior Gabe. Final thoughts coming up. final thoughts for this episode of unreasonable doubt this is the 200th episode of unreasonable doubt let that sink in i nobody's told me to stop i haven't told myself to stop and so the podcast keeps going we're 200 episodes in so if you've listened just to this episode, or you've listened to multiple episodes, if you've just listened to a few seconds and said, this is not for me. If you've just hit the download button, but haven't, and, and, and had it on mute when you played it, or you just hit the download and then deleted it. All of you who have done those things, I want to thank you. We're here. 200 episodes. Going to keep going. Been at this. Almost three full years. I'm a crazy person. I talk about basketball stats a lot on this podcast. Here's some podcast stats from 200 episodes of Unreasonable Doubt. Over 75 hours of Unreasonable Doubt podcast. Most of that is my voice, which is... That's... I don't know. that's That's not healthy. Um... I wouldn't recommend anybody to listen to 75 hours straight to go back and, and start at the beginning. Do not binge this uh, podcast. Only one episode. I was looking through the list of episodes. Only one episode has Anchor or something I've done because I'm not good with technology. It it was mysteriously deleted. One episode mysteriously deleted. And it was in the first season when West Virginia played New Jersey Institute of Technology. And so I don't think there's anything malicious here. I know I I didn't say anything terrible or use illegal music or whatever. I think the way I... (laughs) Inside baseball here. The way I labeled that episode where it just said episode 8 NJIT. It just looked like a bunch of letters and numbers because nobody's heard of that acronym NJIT and so the robot saw that and said let's just that's not a that's not a podcast. So I recently changed it and spelled out NJIT so if anybody wants to go back to listen to that episode, you know, cuz you would want to hear a breakdown of a game from 2017, you can do that now. Where for a lot of this year you couldn't. 24 different guests over those 200 episodes including four former wvu basketball players which is insane neil stone my friend neil stone has been the only three-time guest i suckered him in one time to go with me to permante brothers uh, to see them and to see the missouri game more importantly uh shout out to Permanti brothers The episode lengths have pretty much doubled from the beginning. I was keeping it a tight 15 in season one. And now, like last week, in an off-season episode, I yammered for over a half an hour. So I want to apologize for that. I feel like I'm getting better, but also I'm talking more. So I don't think by default that's not better. Anyways, that's that's just true. A dozen different sponsors have rolled through Unreasonable Doubt, which is amazing. It's been listened to in 48 states, including D.C. and Puerto Rico, and 32 countries. So the only two states that's missing in the Unreasonable Doubt portfolio, South Dakota and Montana. And I feel like I've done what I can. You know, I've contacted Tom Brokaw. Uh, for South Dakota, and I've contacted David Letterman. I've, I've I've sent him tweets. They didn't respond. I guess I could... Uh, does Ted Turner tweet? I know he has a steakhouse that's, like... I think he lives in Montana sometimes. Anyways, I actually am going to try to, and, and this will be fairly easy, I guess, is to keep South Dakota and Montana from listening. So... People and robots of South Dakota and Montana do not listen to Unreasonable Doubt. All right? But if you do, then I'm going to celebrate that. To celebrate 200 episodes, I'm going to do a giveaway. I haven't done a giveaway in a while. And so I just rummaged up some stuff together. I'm going to give it away. Noise-canceling headphones. Not from a company you've heard of. A a WVU fleece throw. You can cuddle up and watch a basketball game under a a blue and gold throw. And we're in a coin shortage, as as you probably heard. I've got a roll of quarters. I'm going to put that into the mix, into the giveaway. So noise-canceling headphones, WVU throw, a roll of quarters. To enter this giveaway to celebrate 200 episodes of this nonsense... Retweet the post. You know how I do a post for each episode. When the post for off-season episode 23 shows up and you're following me, so follow me on the different social medias. And then if you're if you're following on Facebook, share the post. If you're on Instagram, uh, if you're on the Instagram, share it in your stories. I don't know how to do that, but that's a thing. I think I do know how to do that. Or... On Twitter, just retweet the post for offseason episode 23, and you'll be entered in the contest. And then in offseason episode 24, I'll announce the winner. Bonus entry if you tweet, this is only on Twitter, if you just tweet me without any frame of reference or any other uh, words or letters, just tweet at I'm Josh Witt and send me your favorite robot gif. Send that to me on Twitter. That gets you a bonus entry. At I'm Josh Witt. So if you do, if you follow on all the social media, that's four ways to enter this. You know, I do sad contest. This is a sad contest. A bottom shelf noise canceling Bluetooth headphones. Oh, WBU fleece throw and a roller coasters. As a way of saying thank you for 200 episodes. Because if you don't listen, then I'm just talking to myself, which I'm kind of doing anyways. It's always felt that way. Even though I've got to meet digitally lots of people and by lots of people because of this podcast, uh, like more than three. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts is a good one. Spotify is a good one. Uh, tune in, Podbean,
1: Cashbox.
2: Wherever you listen, subscribe to the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. It automatically downloads to your device, and that helps me. And if you like listening to this podcast, it'll help you. It'll just do the work for you. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WBU for the 2020 2021 season, they're zero and zero.